I am Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Hope you had a nice 4th of July. It's a beautiful day again here in the Northeast. Um, well, you know, today, uh, one of my favorite uh, motivational speakers is John Maxwell. I've been following him for years and years, and he has um, these great quotes, and you probably already heard this one before, but this is one of my all-time favorite. It says, leaders become great, not because of their power, but because of their ability to empower others. And that's something that I think a lot of leaders don't think about. You know, I can't talk about anyone else. I can only speak on myself. But I knew I did not have that ability. Now, I consider myself to be a great leader. I, I um, don't mind going where other people haven't gone. I like challenge. I like risk. Um, I like a task, a, attacking a goal that seems almost impossible to do. Um, it, it excites me. But one thing I realized early in my career, one of the things I cannot do is empower adult people to do their jobs. That realization came to me one day when I was in this management training pro uh, program at my job and they had us go to this um, HR seminar where we're going to learn how and mind you, it was up to this point, I think I was like, I don't know, it was a two-year program, I might have been into 18 months of it and I was learning all the responsibilities, finance for non-financial managers, you know, all these training they were giving, they were giving us and um, this one particular session dealt with having to review people, you know, your, 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 um, the people that worked under you and the give and take of it. And so it went pretty deep into the responsibility, what the manager was supposed to do during those inter that, that uh, review period. Well, let me tell you something. I was shocked. I don't know why I wasn't thinking this way, but it was at that point that I realized, hey, I'm supposed to train these people or motivate these people. Listen, I thought to myself instantly, if I want to motivate people, I would have been a football coach. Because that's the only, only thing I could see myself doing with any adult people. Coaching them, possibly on a team. Football's my favorite. That's why I said it. But being a middle manager in a Fortune 500 company, you know what I told them? Right there in that session where there were vice presidents and other management people, I'm pretty sure my boss got this word that I said to them, was basically... Uh, they said, have you learned anything? I said, yeah, I learned that being a middle manager in a Fortune 500 company is a high-class babysitting job. I don't want it. I said that out loud. You know, you know me. Think it, think it, say it. So I, I said it, and I meant it. It was at that point I started planning my, my exit strategy out of that management training program. I was, believe me, I was sweating bullets. I said, I cannot do this. And you know in that environment. You can't go to your boss, sit down and say, guess what? I appreciate you recommending me for this mentor program, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, you couldn't do that. So in my head, I started formulating, what can I do? Because I thought this is what I wanted. And I sat down with the counselor at the school I was going to at the time. We took this test. Well, bottom line, they end up finding, finding out that, yeah, your strengths lie in you managing a territory, not people. Now, I love children. Um, I have no problem being um, um, empowering them. But I was so thankful that I never got that role. And mind you, every time I went to a job, we want you to be the team leader. We want you to be the supervisor. We want you to be a manager. And I get that same reaction, even late into my career. I just knew I wasn't that person. But the sad thing for me is, in my 40 years of business, I can't honestly say that I found a lot of leaders who realized their role was to empower me. I literally can count on maybe one hand, maybe even two fingers, managers that I that were above me that that motivated me and made me feel empowered 
Now, some of them just left you to yourself. I was fine with that. A lot of them micromanaged like they put the M in micromanagement. I mean, I have a sad story to tell that one person I worked with, I actually locked her in the office. She was so controlling. I'm just like, what's wrong with this lady? You know, she just plucked my last nerve at that point, And I was like, I can't take her. She literally was sitting in back of me telling me what to do. Now, I'll be honest with you. Back in the day when I was younger, I was that type of person. I made one secretary cry. So I knew at that point, Diane, you're not good. You're not going to motivate people. Um, you know, I would get excited if things weren't done the way I wanted them done because I was dealing with that perfectionism type of thing. And so I knew I would not be the, a good middle manager. And it's sad to me to say that my personal belief, the reason why corporations don't work very well, and the one thing I do to find out if it's a company either I want to work with or deal with, I go to the top. I see who's in that CEO's office. I do everything I can to find out about the leadership of that organization. Because at the top, everything up there filters down. Believe me, I worked in that office and thought I wanted to be involved in that office. And I'm talking about the executive office. And I remember one time seeing, uh, being in the CEO's office and talking, we were, I was having a meeting with his secretary and her, her secretary, and we were talking about a project where uh, they wanted me to work on. And I remember sitting there and watching this gentleman leave the office. Well, five boxes were leaving the office. And I said to her, oh, wow, I thought, uh, you know, he was going on, vac on vacation. She said he is going on vacation. She said he is going to be, <laughs> he has to read all that on his one-week vacation because when he comes back, he flies right to Washington and has to go down to the legislative branches. I was like, what the heck? I said to myself, what? Now, that particular leader wasn't a great one, I'll be honest with you. I remember being in that office, um, just hearing what was going on, and I can tell you in that environment for the 14 years I worked there, I do not believe that top office had good leadership. In fact, it was so embarrassing. At one time, the company had bought, um, um, back in those days, the first email service, and uh, this gentleman was being interviewed uh, by somebody on Wall Street, I think it was Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and they asked him if he knew what that machine was in back of him and if he ever used it. And he had the nerve to say, I don't even know how to turn it on. Well, of course, that was blasted all over the newspapers and everything. And, you know, we were the laughing stock, you know. But I'll tell you right now, great leaders are very hard to find. I personally don't know any. And I've got to be honest with you. And I'm not touting that I'm that person. But when you think about somebody who leads people, you think about, and this is what I'm begging all of you to do, especially you that are young in your career, find a leader that empowers you to be better, that gives you the ability to do better, that knows that really that is their job, not for them to shine. <laughs> that's not your role. Leaders, that's not your role. And I know people are talking about the top leader of this country. Take your eyes off them. You got, you got to look at the, the, the board in your own eye because everybody's so busy talking about him. I wouldn't want to work. This is the way I feel. Anybody that's talking so badly about this man, I realize I never want to work for them because I know they're doing what 99% of us do, looking at the speck in somebody else's eye when they've got a board in their own. Let's face it, when we're being so critical about other people, 
we're really talking about ourselves. At least that's my experience. When I find I'm going hard on somebody, except for Hillary Clinton, when I find I'm going hard on somebody, it's usually somebody that I feel has either lied to the extent that I can't stand it anymore, or they just are being so hypocritical of other people that they're not even taking account of who they are and what they're all about. And that really bothers me. Because leadership is something that you should want to grow people up, develop them, uh, promote them to the next level. Now, I have had, like I said, two people I felt that had done this, and they really were instrumental in my career. One of them was Linda Smith Day. I'll never forget, she took me as I was a supervisor in a data entry department. Young people don't even understand what that's all about, but those in my area, era know. Back in the day, we had a computer room, and you had data entry operators. Everything was punched into a card, you know, yada, yada, yada. Bottom line is, she realized that I, did, I, I could do better than that. So she promoted me. And then there was another one. His name was Bruce McWilliams. Rest in peace. Great guy to work with. He was the programmer that took, he and I took, went as a team to our international marketing department, and we were helping them to uh, automate their annual reports. And he and I together were just, I mean, fantastic. You know, I had the social skills, and he had the ability to, to just um, do the, the technology. But anyway, I'm saying to all of you out there, if you're not a good leader, please look in the mirror and ask yourself, can I empower people? Do I want to empower people? Do I realize that's my responsibility? Because we've got some real bad leaders out there. And you young people who are looking for jobs, look at the leadership in the, in the top office. Because that's what's going to filter job down and that's what's going to affect your future. Hey, listen, I thank you so much for listening to me today. I want to tell you we have a Facebook page. It's called Diane J.C. Harvest. Please, please like that page. And also check us out on our website. This is Diane Peters from JCHarvestInvestments.com. Hey, make it a great day.